welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And it's October again. That means it's 31 days of Halloween here at Mashley at the Movies. And during this time, each day during October, we talk about a film that's in the horror, mystery, suspense genre. And the first one we're going to talk about is one that's set on April Fool's Day, and that's called April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, it's from 1986, uh, which I just stopped for a moment and say I think the, the 80s for me are the best decade for horror. Um, you may dispute that, but that, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a group of college friends who travel out to an island where um, their old friend, I think his name was Muffy, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, she lives in this big mansion, and she's inviting them out for a weekend of fun and hijinks and whatever. And so um, she's, you know, it's April Fool's Day or around that time. So she's kind of playing some pranks on them. And then people appear to start dying. So, you know, it's, it's all fun and games and still people start dying. Yeah. Her name is actually Muffy St. John, which I think is, is wonderful. And it, yeah, so all the, there's a group of people. They're on a secluded island in, this, in Muffy's mansion. And, yeah, they get uh, picked off one by one. And it's very reminiscent of a certain... That setup is very reminiscent of a certain plot by Agatha Christie, who's one of my favorite writers. And she's even name-checked in the, in the movie. I don't know if you noticed that, but that w- there's one scene where someone's like, oh, just like Agatha Christie. <laughs> so, you know, the plot is kind of borrowed, but, um, you know, it's, there's a nice little twist here that it's on April Fool's Day. And, you know, the, the movie starts with... You know some pranks that are that are being made. So there's just this uncertainty that kind of ripples throughout the movie about is know, this real or is, is it this not? real or yeah. is it not? Um, so that it's kind of you know a teen slasher, but it has that another element of mystery to it as well. So I found that intriguing. Um, you know, it's not too gory, which I appreciated. Um, you know, you're, you're right about the '80s being kind of a great time for horror and I, I didn't get to see a lot of horror movies in the <laughs> 80s I was, I was growing up then and, but I, I love revisiting them and, and, and not only because I think they're fun but I just like the nostalgia factor and uh, I you know I experienced that with this one too so your mileage may vary there depending on your affection for the 80s but um, you know I found the movie to be you know reasonably suspenseful there's a fair amount of uh, humor uh, in the movie that I liked, um, quite a few surprises, and the acting is, you know, okay, kind of what you would expect, I think, for you know an '80s kind of low-budget horror film. Um, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. What did you think? No, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it as well. I think it's actually pretty a pretty well done '80s, you know, slasher flick. If, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it, it was very. I think it was very much. Sort of in the style of Agatha Christie, you know, updated for the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that's one reason I liked it because I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. Um, I also like a, there's a lot of actors in here that are in other things that I kind of appreciate their presence here. So, you know, we've got um, uh, Clayton Roner who was in another eighties movie that I liked back in the day called Just One of the Guys. Um, <laughs> Amy Steele is in this, and she was a uh, in Friday the 13th Part 2. Thomas F. Wilson is in this, and he played Biff in the Back to the Future movies. 
And then probably my favorite inclusion here is Ken Olent, who may not, that name may not mean anything to people, but, <laughs> um, so back in the day, in, you know, in the 80s, one of the reasons I was able to see so many horror movies was because of HBO, and uh, I sort of had, you know, unfettered access to it, and, uh, <laughs> Aside from the horror movies, there were these, you know, movies they would show late at night that were sort of the ones that featured, um, you know, nudity and sex <laughs> and stuff. And Ken Olin was in several of those. Mm. And he, he was this really, he was a handsome man, handsome young man. And uh, he's in this movie as well. So it's, I don't know, it's good. And the acting, in, you know, is, is good. I mean, it's better. I think it's a, a cut above your average horror film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yeah, um, I I think it's really good. Um, I won't give away the ending, but you know I will. The only the, the big ending, the big you know. But I will say the only thing I didn't like about it actually was, and I and I was sort of expecting this, but most horror movies from that time period feel like they kind of have to give you a big sting at the end, like mm-hmm. you know it can't just end naturally. The one they do for this sucks. <laughs> well, that that's that's the only, that's the only thing I really don't care for too much about it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, but overall, I think the, the you know the script, like you said, is a, is a cut above, and it's actually kind of when you look back on it, there's a, there's kind of a parody of certain slasher tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of plays on your plays off your expectations, and um, so yeah, it, it's 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 pretty good. I, I also I don't know if you remember. This, you usually remember this more than I do, but the soundtrack or the score, mm-hmm. I thought was quite effective and, mm-hmm. and very good and suitably eerie. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, the island that they're, I'm not sure where it was filmed, but the house and the island that they venture out, you know, they venture out into the island a little bit. Um, it's, you know, atmospheric and kind of pretty and... Yeah, it's got a good setting. Good, it's really good setting. Yeah. yeah. So what do you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I give it an 8. So our score is a 7.5. Uh, we're in the high end of things. <laughs> so uh, the tomato meter for critics is a rotten 50%, and audiences give it a score of 47%. I think that they're a little wrong in, in their in judgment, but, you know, to each their own, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, this is fun. I don't know why anyone would hate on it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and stay tuned every day. Uh, for the rest of October for more uh, entries in our 31 Days of Halloween series. Thanks. Thanks.